This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Canada resisting Trump demands. Purdue bullish on Japan deal. And farmers reporting labor struggles. Mexico's playing ball on steel quotas, but not Canada. President Donald Trump's tariffs on Mexico and Canada remain a major stumbling block in his effort to get a new North American trade deal approved in Congress. And the president is only having mixed success in replacing those tariffs with quotas. The Trump administration is working on deals to swap out tariffs for quotas on steel and aluminum with both Mexico and Canada, while Mexico has been generally agreeable to accepting limits on how much of the metal it can export. Canada is proving more difficult, a government source tells AgriPulse. No deals have been finalized. The removal of those tariffs is seen as essential to the success of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Legislatures from all three governments must ratify USMCA, but none are expected to do so if the tariffs and the retaliatory tariffs hurting U.S. ag exports remain in place. U.S.-Japan ag-only trade deal possible this month. There is a good possibility that by the time President Trump arrives in Japan later this month, U.S. and Japanese negotiators could be finished with an ag-only deal to lift Japanese tariffs on U.S. farm commodities. That, according to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, speaking with reporters yesterday. He said, I think we can get that done quickly and hopefully by the time the president visits Japan. Trump is scheduled to travel to Japan between May 25th and 28th for the accession of the country's new emperor. For more on Purdue's comments, plus a look at the state of the dairy industry, as well as the Clean Water Act case making its way to the Supreme Court, check out AgriPulse's weekly newsletter. It's hitting your inbox very soon. Purdue throws more cold water on more trade aid. On Monday, White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow hinted the administration was ready to provide more money to farmers as compensation for the ongoing trade wars. But Secretary Purdue continues to rule out that possibility. Purdue told reporters yesterday that farmers should not expect another round of market facilitation program payments. We've made that clear to farmers, Purdue said. Relocation finalists are due soon. Purdue says the list of cities that are finalists for hosting the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture should be released in the next week or so. Currently, there are 67 potential locations being considered from an initial list of 135. The states with the most applications include nine in Illinois, eight in Virginia, six in Ohio, and five in Iowa. House to move disaster aid. Senators urge action. House Democrats are preparing a new disaster bill to put on the floor next week, but it's still unclear when the Senate will reach a deal to move the legislation. Senator Doug Jones, a Democrat of Alabama, appearing at a news conference with several GOP colleagues yesterday, said Republicans and Democrats will have to compromise over funding for Puerto Rico the chief issue that has held up action in the Senate. There's just got to be a little bit of movement, he said. The new House bill includes a provision to cover losses to stored corn and soybeans that were damaged by the Midwest flooding during March. Survey highlights California labor woes. California farmers are reporting increased problems finding new workers. 
According to a survey conducted by the California Farm Bureau Federation and the University of California, Davis, 56% of farmers said they were unable to hire all the workers needed at some point over the last five years. 70% of those farmers said they had more trouble hiring workers in 2017 and 18. 86% of the farmers surveyed said they had raised wages to attract more employees. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said the survey shows farmers have tried and are trying all the tactics available to them, such as increased wages, changes in farming and cropping patterns, use of the existing H-2A visa program, and automation where appropriate. By the way, Labor challenges were also a major topic at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday on the dairy industry. Subcommittee Chair Jim Costa, Democrat of California, acknowledged that passing immigration reform would be difficult, but he said maybe we can get something done incrementally to provide a more stable workforce for dairy farmers. Study. Standards sharply improved school lunches. The nutritional quality of school lunches improved dramatically after the federal standards were implemented following passage of the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act, according to new USDA studies. Based on a measure called the Healthy Eating Index, the nutritional quality of school lunches increased by 41% to a score of 81.5 out of the possible 100. The study compared meals in the 2014-15 school year to the 2009-10 year. Other findings? About 31% of vegetables are thrown away, the biggest source of food waste. Milk isn't far behind. 29% of that is tossed in the garbage, as well as 26% of the fruit that is served to kids. The study also found that meals cost schools more than USDA is providing in subsidies. In 2014-15, the average cost of producing a lunch was $3.81. The average subsidy for a free lunch was $3.32. FDA testing high-tech tracing. FDA is announcing plans to use and emerging technologies to improve food safety. The agency is developing what it calls a blueprint for a new era of smarter food safety, and will hold a public meeting later this year to get input from industry and consumers and to share ideas about the overall strategy. The agency also says it will conduct a pilot project to test the use of artificial intelligence and machine learning and improve FDA's surveillance of imported foods. Here's today's She Said It. My beverage of choice is milk. I love milk. As a former teacher, I think it's important that our kids have the opportunity to drink milk and to grow up with it. That represented Vicki Hartzler, Republican of Missouri, at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing on the dairy industry. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 1st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.